0: Welcome to the Tabor and Bethel podcast with your host, Michael Tucker. This is the place where we put the word of God in everyday conversation and build a community of strong believers. Now, let's
1: jump into today's message.
2: Good morning, afternoon, and a lovely good night to you. Guys, welcome back to the podcast, Saber and Bethel. We put the word of God in every single conversation. And today is no different, quite unique. We have uh, one, two, seven, seven people on today's episode. So we are about to get a lot of opinions. So when we come back, we'll talk about it. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to the show. So, when we left you guys last time, we were talking about submission. I have quite a few opinions on submission, and I want to get everybody else's opinions. But today is a quite, quite packed show, so I'm going to start with my right, and we'll go around. They'll just briefly introduce themselves, give up their first name, and then we'll hop right into today's conversation.
3: Hi, I'm Kendra.
1: I'm Leah.
2: Kenneth. I'm Keith.
4: Amber. And I'm AltaVeve.
2: All righty, so there is the list of suspects, and uh, let's hop into it. I don't really want to waste a lot of time, so submission. What is it, and who submits?
4: I think both people have to submit at some point. Oh, both people have to submit at some point. Because you have to allow that to be a part of your relationship in order to have a healthy relationship, in my opinion. What does submit mean? Not necessarily, not so much compromise, but you have to be willing to give up a part of yourself um, for your partner. At some point, not all the time. It's not like a complete give up or cancel out of some aspect of your life. But you know, if you're with someone at some point, you're going to have to be submissive and let them be in charge or be, take the lead on something because both of y'all can't take the lead. Cause you may end up going in two different directions.
2: Okay. Now, interestingly enough, I had a young lady, she was on the podcast. She listened to the podcast and she was on Instagram. She had a question about that same very thing. Do you submit while you're dating? Or when do you submit? Who are you submitting to while you dating? Well, that's the that is the real question. I mean, especially for believers, though, because if
5: you're if you are dating somebody with the intention of potentially courting that person, obviously your total submission isn't to them. I don't think any submission should be to that person when you're dating. Um, especially for a believer, your submission should be onto God. Your submission should be on him. And if that person, if you know, we're called not to be unequally yoked, you gotta find somebody that believes the same core values that you believe in. And so long as the both of you are submitting onto the Father and submitting onto his will, then his spirit will direct that relationship. Even if it's if it's meant to be or not, because if it's not for you and you consult God concerning that person, if it ain't for you, he's not gonna allow that situation to continue. But if you move on your own doing what you want to do, then you're going to get the results of your own actions opposed to what God wants for you.
2: So do we submit in dating or do we not?
3: We don't submit in dating. We submit in courtship and in marriage. Actually, marriage. That would be the only time you are in submission.
6: So you're just running free and
3: wild up until that point. If there's no ring, there's no submission.
0: So what is, you're saying dating, then courting. What's the difference? What are you talking about?
2: So dating has no plans. Courting actually has plans to be serious, to get married. So if, you know, if you're dating, there is really no objective to it. We can date all day long or all year, forever, in a day. But courting says that I want to put you in a purpose later on. So I want to marry you later on. So it's courting. It's, there is a purpose that I want us to get to.
0: So until you get to basically. which is fine, but until you get to that purpose, then you submit before you get there is what you're saying. You submit during courting.
3: No, I'm saying you submit in marriage. Oh. I'm going to change. I'm going to retract the courting. It's submit during marriage and marriage only.
2: Is there nothing to submit to while you're courting? I think you should be looking.
5: You should be looking to see if there's signs that show is this person worth submitting to, is this person worth you know laying down your will for.
2: I can get that, you know what I'm but saying. But is there while we are courting, is there something to submit to, or should I even submit?
1: Is there a hard and fast on submission? Simply with relationships or or uh, romantic relationships only, like shouldn't we, as we love one another, submit to one another? Like, how do we take care of the poor? How do we um, help the needy? And I work in healthcare. I submit my will every day to take care of somebody else. True. All day long, as a parent, I submit what I would want to do. My dreams, goals, whatever. Sometimes that goes on the back burner for the sake of my children or my family. So submission solely in the context of romantic relationship, I think, is um, limiting and lacking because we should be humble enough in our daily walk with anybody that you submit, you're giving up something. Of yourself for someone else, stranger, anybody, co-worker, children, family, parents. As a child, as an adult child, I'm still submitting to my parents. Okay. So when you think of it only as I'm not going to have this strong will and I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do in a romantic relationship, you give of yourself every day to other people all the time. Or you should be.
2: I agree. But what does that look like relationship specific? So I know the young lady on Instagram, she was her question was like really heartfelt. Like, do I submit while I'm in a relationship? And what does that look like?
0: The struggle that I have with that question is what the definition of submission is. It depends on what submit means to her. What submit means for her might not be what submit means for me might not be what submit means for you. Just like Leah said, if you're submitting all the time, then you are already submitting in the relationship. That person might not might want to do something and you just you didn't really want to do it, but you decide to do it so that they can enjoy it. You are always submitting. If you think submitting means obedience, then that is something completely different. And I think that in the context of how people use it, whether it be in church, whether it be in any that is it's been used in a way to make women subservient and I don't think submission necessarily means subservience to the will of
2: another so what do you think submission is to you your definition
0: I I would go with I submit all the time I submit and say you know what for the greater good for whatever it is I'm trying to do I'm going to let it go it's not about what I want let me let this other thing what this person thinks is best seize the day that doesn't that doesn't mean I'm being necessarily subservient in any negative sense, but you're always compromising. You're always compromising. Everybody is. It doesn't mean that every single thing that your mate wants, you have to shut up and do. That's a whole different thing. That's not, that's, Slavery, Like, that's not being submissive. That's not that, that means that you have no say-so. And if your husband loves you or whoever you're with loves you, they're going to want to know what you have to say about it. And they might consider it into the decision or whatever happens with your household. But that doesn't mean you have to be a servant to this, in the sense that your will or what you think or what you believe or how you feel doesn't matter. Because if that's the case, then you probably shouldn't be with that person if they don't care what you think. They just need you to submit and shut up.
6: But I think sometimes there is a a, a mutual submission that happens mm-hmm. in an ideal ways, so no one gets their way all the time. Or I'm not lording my decisions or or thoughts over you, but and you know we bounce things back off of each other in, in a in a relationship, in a good relationship. And so I think there's a mutual um, a mutual sort of submission, and then in a biblical sense, then there's always one going on. That I think. Scripture says like wives submit to your husbands as husbands submit to God. So there's Correct. always some form of this going on
2: in a relationship is submitting actually sacrificing something.
3: It yeah, can be. Yeah. You're sacrificing yeah. your will. You're
2: sacrificing your will exactly. What do you gain when you sacrifice?
0: I don't think it's always sacrificing your will because your okay. will might be in line with what the person wants. So like if if the word says submit to your husband as your husband is in submission to God, if he believes in God, then sometimes that will that he has is going to be in line with what God says. You're just doing what he says. It doesn't mean it has to be the opposite. If it's the opposite, then you're not following someone who is a, be- c- a believer. <laughs> If his will is always completely opposite of God, that submission means it's the opposite of what his will is. Sometimes they might be all the way together. Sometimes they might not be. But he trusts in what God has told him needs to be done. And so that you can trust that when you follow him, you are also following God.
4: So in a relationship, it could be that you are just being submissive and sacrificing the way that you may have approached or done something and done it the way your partner sees it needs to be done. And like Amber said, if they're God-led, the result is still going to be the same. You're going to get to the same end. It just may not have been how you do it.
2: How you do it. So is there a different way of doing
0: it? Amber, yes, yes,
3: yes, absolutely. Of course,
1: of
4: course.
0: Absolutely. For example, I have a tendency to, to say, I don't want to talk about it. I'm good. Don't even worry about it. Just do what you want. Mm-mm. If I'm with someone who wants what's best for me, believes in God, wants us both to grow, that person is not going to accept certain things from me that aren't. Where I need to be. They're going to say, you know what, I know you don't like to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. And I might say, you know what, that's not what I want, but you're probably right. (laughs) And I might roll my eyes, I might not like it, but I know that that might be in that particular instance, something I need to suck up and submit to, even if I don't want to.
2: So you submit it in communication.
0: It might be that. It might be in communication. It could be in a ton of other things. If it's it's better for the relationship as a whole, even if what I'm doing might be self-destructive or might be dysfunctional or, I mean, all human beings have habits. All human beings have issues. If I know that this thing that I do is not productive in a relationship and that person helps reveal that to me then am I going to do what feels easy, feels comfortable for me, or am I going to do what is better for the relationship as a whole, for me, for what God wants for me?
2: So is it hard to submit as people? Not just not just relationship for this very moment, but as people, as individuals, is it hard to submit? Absolutely. And then we'll take this to relationships. Absolutely, absolutely. Why is it so hard?
5: The reason, well, in my thinking, um, as a man as a woman if you have a hard time submitting to what god says if you have a hard time submitting your will or submitting your ways to what scripture teaches us you're going to have a hard time submitting to anybody cuz really and truly god is your first relationship that's your first love <laughs> excuse me if you can't submit if or if you have a hard time submitting to what god says you're going to have a hard time submitting to your parents, you're going to have a hard time submitting to a spouse. You're going to have a hard time submitting to the law. You're going to have a hard time submitting to instructions given at work because you're more concerned about doing things your way opposed to following and yielding to laws, precepts, or orders given from a higher authority. So I think in in human nature, we all struggle with that because we're all born into a world of sin. Like We're all born with thinking that our ways are right. Right, like we we all do what we want to do, but when we're faced with the truth and we're faced with okay, this is what needs to be done. Are you going to submit to that, or are you going to be more focused on what you're going to do? So my my thing is, if if you can't, if you struggle with following what God says, you're gonna have a hard time with everything else because. Everything else. Kenneth, Kenneth,
3: not to cut you off, but what about the person who does not know God, but they submit to work, they submit to family? So we can't necessarily just say, I have to submit to God. They're submitting to other areas in their life. And that's cool.
5: That's cool. I can, I can answer that real quick before we move on from that point. Just because somebody doesn't have a relationship with God doesn't mean that they don't follow the principle. the principle of things that he says or that he sets in place. You know what I'm saying? So you can follow things that are right but your heart might not be in the right place. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's all that I'm speaking to.
1: When you said submit to a higher authority, in relationship, does that necessarily always mean that the woman is submitting to the well, man?
2: No, no, no. We're not there yet. Uh, but I, was, I was just saying as far as in general, that was in general, is it hard for people to submit?
1: Yes, because people are selfish, Maybe okay. selfish nature. I think it's situational
2: because, like you said, we
6: have a lot of times no problem submitting at work. Right. But then it changes once we get home or if I'm dealing with this particular person. So I think we bounce back and forth between two extremes on this. Do you um, think
2: it's hard when, you, when you're when you not in control to submit? Is it because you give up that control it's hard, harder to submit or is it maybe a pride issue?
4: It's a control issue. I think pride
5: definitely plays a part too.
0: Come on, lawyer. So I struggle with your comment in that if people, perhaps you there's a correlation without causation. You can say that someone who doesn't submit to God would have problem submitting in other places. But if that is true, then the reverse should also be true. People who have no problem sh- submitting sh- to God should have no problem submitting in other areas. And black people have submitted to God for years and had problems submitting to a higher authority that was put on them in life. So I don't Every think time. that if one is true, that the other one has to be true. You could submit to God and decide not to submit in other areas. Because one doesn't necessarily have to do with the other. If God's law is superior to whatever man's law or whatever higher authority you were born into, then you have the right to not submit to that. And I think God gives us the ability to not submit to that. So it doesn't necessarily follow that if we submit to God, that we also would submit to higher authority or vice versa. I think it depends on the context of the situation. Everything has variables. I don't think it's black and white like that.
5: And and I, I respect that. I'm just, I'm looking at things from the definition. So anytime that I'm I'm trying to gain understanding or I'm having a discussion, I like to look at the foundation of what something is or what something means. And when you look at um, submission or you look at the word obedience, it talks about following an order or or, uh, a directive of somebody of a higher position or a higher authority. So there's always a hierarchy, you know, Christ himself is God, but he didn't consider his role or his position to be equal with God. He submitted God's, the Father's will, and so that he can, you know, die for us. He made himself lower than angels and submitted, you know, in in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was saying, Father, if, if this cup could be passed on from me, I don't want to take it. But nonetheless, your will... Over, it. You know what I'm saying? Your, your yeah. will be done. I get it. But so. the
0: definition of obedience and the definition that you're using is probably from Webster or a dictionary that was created or defined after God. Like, where's the definition coming from? Because it's not directly from the word. O-
5: only thing that we need to be focused on is what the example that set as Christ did it. You know right. But we're, if so. we're
0: talking about the definition, then where exactly in the word is the definition of obedience and submission? It, it's not necessarily the definition that you've given. You see what I'm saying? Like we can, it it the conversation doesn't work unless we're all functioning from the same definition and from the same. Because otherwise, it's hard to to compare things unless we're all talking about the same definition of submission or obedience or whatever. And if we're talking about different ones, context matters.
2: Context matters, but if context is going to be the primary focus, which it should be, uh, we we'll date it real quick. Scripture does say. Christ submitted himself, we follow him, that is submission. So submission is giving up your will to do what's better for the next person.
0: The Bible also says I can't wear braids. And I have them in my head.
2: Well, that's, that's, that's no, that's, but that's, you see what I'm saying? There's I get where
0: you're things, coming from, the time and the, the, all of those things matter. So my matters, thing is the definition the of submission then might not necessarily, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying no, that saying. the definition of submission then might not be the definition for submission now. All of those things, things have changed, people have changed, whereas I might not have been able to wear braids at that time because it was considered inappropriate or it was something that prostitutes wore. That's not the same now. So if I followed that specifically, by definition, then I wouldn't be able to have my hair and braids to wear because I'm not supposed to do that. Nah, so but, you,
5: but you're not a prostitute though you know're wearing you're not wearing ornaments in your head and you know sh- showing yourself off to be right that but can just it be says
0: specific there are certain things that it says specifically I cannot do. so if I'm it, following it, like I'm just saying that God gave us intelligence, and so we can sit there and act like those things are black and white and it's not always that's all I'm saying.
2: I get where you're coming from, but at the same time when it comes to the braids. That was more of Old Testament, and that was under the old law. Mm -hmm. So when Jesus came, died, that got rid of everything under the old law. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: So when
2: it's submission, that's literally giving up your will for the betterment of the next person. Mm -hmm. To obey something is to do as they say. So if we said it was context, he also says obey the laws of the land. So when we say Mm -hmm. submit, black people didn't, we have a hard time submitting. All right, we do. But if nobody's beating you at this present moment, if a cop pulls you over and he's not beating you, he's nice. Would you have the same response if he was beating you? Right. Mm -hmm. If he's did nothing to me, I have no reason but to comply. That's obedience. If I ask you for something, then you'll give it. Right.
0: But it's obedience submission.
2: No, those because two, you have
0: no reason to not to obey.
2: Those two don't go together. We're okay. not. We're not doing that. Those two. Don't.
0: No, but I, I. I'm just trying to figure out the definition that we're coming. That we're. The, obedience so, is. I, there, there's a higher authority. I have to follow that higher authority because that governs whatever. Correct. What's the difference between? I'm just trying to get. So when the you. Definition. Sub, when you,
2: I got you. <laughs> so when you submit to the law, you gave up your will because you can't do what you want to do, to follow, the law. Or whatever that law is in the state, it says speed limit is 45. Law says it's 45. I submit to that law.
1: So it's a choice, not an obligation.
2: Because I don't wanna get a ticket, right? So if I said, this is law, obey it, you have a choice to do it or not. If I submit to it, that's me, all right, that's, I need to do that so I don't have to face these consequences. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-mm, I don't see the difference between that and obey. I'm still obeying it.
2: So if I said. I think
6: one's
0: voluntary
2: and the other one is enforced.
5: I think everything is voluntary. Everything, 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 everything is, is voluntary. voluntary.
2: But if you submit to something, you give your will to do it. If I'm saying the law is 45, you don't have to submit to the knowledge of that's 45. It's i I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to hit 80.
0: I think that's disobeying. I think all of those things to the law to something is obedience or disobedience. I think submitting means I will follow you. If I decide that I believe Jesus is my I, everything that I whatever you say, I'm fine with. I submit. I don't care if I disagree. I don't care what you say. That's it. It, My will does not matter. It has nothing to do with the law. It has nothing to do with any, what anyone else says. I submit to that.
3: So similar to Naomi and Ruth's situation. Ruth submitted and said, I'm going to follow Naomi wherever Period. she goes. I don't care. Your people are my people. This is what it is. And that was a That's submission. That's a decision that mm-hmm. she
5: made. She submitted herself onto her mother-in-law. She didn't have to because her her husband was dead. You understand? So she was no, those ties are no longer there. But when Naomi married into that family, she decided I'm I'm married to this thing, whether or not my husband is here or not, this was a decision I made. I'm going to follow it to the end. And you know what I'm saying? Her her faithfulness in that regard was rewarded because of how we know her story played out. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about obedience, like, okay, I understand we, we want to make sure we're on the, all on the same page when it comes to definitions and what we're talking about. Well, if we're going to talk about scripture, if we're going to talk about letting that be the foundation, if we go and we look back in scripture and we look at the word obedience and we bring it up, you know, look at look up what it means in the, in the Greek. That same word is talking about submission, compliance, obedience. All those three words are synonymous with one another. So we you can't separate submission. You can't separate obedience. You can't separate compliance. It all means the same thing. It's just another synonym that the words are interchangeable. So literally it's submitting your will your your free will to choose one way or the other, no one's holding a gun to even if somebody's holding a gun to your head, you can choose not to comply. you know what I'm saying you can choose not to comply it's your will, and that's in any situation so
3: would you say that was in slavery because they they didn't choose to be slaves. I mean
5: you didn't choose to be a slave, but you can you can choose to be Kunta. you know you can choose to I'm gonna run. You might have to cut my legs off, but you know what I'm saying? You might have to beat it into me, but I'm not just going to comply like that. Some people, some people's submission, some people's wills are stronger than others. And some people is going to take a whole lot more of, of pain and suffering for them to comply. So I'm, I'm just talking about going back to the, the definition so that we can all get on cold with the conversation.
2: What makes it so hard to to comply with anything?
3: Our free will. Trust. Fear.
1: Trust. I can, if I can't trust you, I can't I'm afraid of what you might do. Mm-hmm.
4: Trust. Absolutely. And then giving up control.
2: If I took away your choice, what would you be? Would you have anything, worth anything?
5: Be a program, be a robot.
2: What would be your purpose if you do not have will or choice, thoughts of your own? Where does that place you?
4: You be sheep. You just be a follower.
5: That's interesting.
0: He trying to get to somewhere. (laughs) You got it.
2: uh, If I ask you to do something, is it by choice or is that your duty?
1: Who do you represent in my life? No, no, no.
2: General question. If I ask you to do something. It's 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 a
1: choice. It's
3: always a choice.
2: If you make a choice. Was that by your free will or was it by predestination?
6: Free will. Free will.
0: I don't believe in predestination.
1: I know. So, oh okay.
2: <laughs> so everything's by choice. So you have the option to do something by your free will or by duty. What would you call duty?
0: Duty is an obligation that you accept.
2: Would you often associated with a? Would you say you obey if you're no. in
0: duty? I mean, so it's very difficult for me to think of duty outside of the law. I okay, know. okay. So I just
2: I just found where you are, so I just want to stay there for a moment.
0: Uh, <laughs> so a duty is something that you accept that you had a duty to behave or do things in a particular way. So if you fall below that duty then you are responsible for whatever happens because you did not follow that duty. So, for example, if you have a car accident, everyone has a duty to behave a certain way on the road or to not do certain things that will cause harm to other people. People sue you in a car accident when you did not obey those rules that you said that you were going to obey, that everybody has a duty to obey when they're on the road. So it's something that you accept as responsibility to govern the way that you're going to act. I have a duty to... Be a good parent or whatever duty that you accept. I'm going to be a good parent. I'm going to make sure you're okay. I'm going to feed you. I'm going to be whatever that is, whatever ca- kind of spouse that is. I accept that as a duty. And that means that I have to meet those obligations that are required as a part of that duty.
2: So what if you don't accept your obligations or your duty? What do you call
1: that?
3: non
1: Rebellion.
3: You don't have to
0: accept it. I mean, that's,
1: I know you
2: don't, but if you don't accept situations. it, what do you call it?
0: you rejecting it.
2: Rejecting it, but what do you call
0: it? Disobedient. You got a word you're looking for when we look on the iPad.
2: Disobedient. Okay. So it's quite the opposite of obedient. So if there's a law, and if you willingly choose it, did we submit to the law or did we obey the law?
0: Mm-mm, but it's okay.
3: She's <laughs> <laughs> like great. Yeah, Very great.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tabor and Bethel podcast. Be sure to visit us on Instagram at Tabor and Bethel and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And don't forget to give us a review. We will see you at the next episode.